Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we break free from feeling like we have to be in constant hustle mode in order to hit our success goals while growing our online businesses. I'm your host, Jennifer Emanuel, and I share bite-sized, actionable strategies, systems, and tips that allow you to focus on your God-given strengths and experience so that you can provide a great income for your family and all in a way that feels good to your soul. Let's start today's conversation. Well, hey, welcome to the Gracefield and Graceful podcast. It's Jennifer Emanuel, and this is podcast number two. And so in this week's podcast, I am going to go a little bit more into the word hustle and the way that I use it. So I did a poll on the word hustle, and there was kind of a 50-50. My question was, when you think of the word hustle, do you think of a positive connotation or do you think of a negative connotation? And it was about 50-50. I thought that it would be beneficial to kind of break down what exactly hustle is to me and to a lot of people out there because there's been books written on this, other podcasts to help break people out of this mentality. I believe that the positive connotation when people say hustle, it's having a lot of energy and happily making progress on my goals, moving the needle, a different type of spirit behind the word. This is a representation of kind of half and half the population introvert and extrovert. So what I'm working with is hustle as in working feverishly, replacing our priorities with work, working in a panic state, kind of grasping at straws, just just reaching for anything that keeps us afloat. I believe that hustle is very uh, external motivation oriented. When the external motivation wears off, let's say you go, you've been to a big conference and you're going to take on the world and then you come back to the same old world that you left. Once the external motivation wears off, you're relying on pure intrinsic motivation. And so people, both introverts and extroverts, can be intrinsically motivated and it's required to be your own boss to take the reins and do something. But intrinsic motivation should come from a place of peace, of faith, uh, of grace. We have this journey called life and we want to, what, enjoy the journey. Okay, you might need hustle detox if. Let's see if you qualify for any of these, okay? It's not scientific. These are just things that I found that pointed to my need for hustle detox and uh, perhaps they'll strike a chord with you. If you feel like you have to be working all the time, there's an underlying just constant buzz of anxiety that leaves you moody or short with people. Okay, trying to multitask. And I, I heard a study, I don't know where I heard it, I bet you can Google it, but it was the way that your brain behaves while multitasking. Your brain is at such a deficit that it's even worse than if you were high. Uh, the next one, you're making what I call just one more promises. Just one more phone call, just one more conversation. I'm going to go in the office real quick. And then that leads to tension in the house. Hiding your work. You disappear into the bathroom and it takes longer than it should because you're trying to do work in there. Not getting results. Working, maybe feeling like you're stuck. You've been in the same place forever. The results for growth is just not there. You have tapped yourself out and you are stuck. Feeling like you're going to lose everything or that you'll slide backwards if you take a break. Okay, not being able to turn it off even if you were somewhere fun. So I found myself constantly being thinking of my next customer. Maybe they're here. I need to be working. I should be working. I should be meeting people. I never liked that feeling of being on all the time and then feeling guilty if I wasn't. Okay, another way that you may need hustle detox is if you constantly feel like you're looking for new ideas. The next one is the big one. The next one's going to push me over the edge. The next one, this is a new idea. You already are in a place of lack with that mentality, but then you run into 
never actually implementing anything because you're always learning the new one and getting that one in order to launch it. Okay, this one, this one might shake you depending on how long you've been in your business, you've been building your business. Uh, Are you in debt? Are you in debt where you're using your personal money to fund your business? And how long have you been in that debt? Is it going down? This one, I just, um, it's been in the past year that this has come to my mind. Because I was working from such a place of panic and anxiety, a lot of times I would work on something all day, I'd come up with a plan, and then the next day I'd sit down at my desk and I'd think back, I could not remember what I did the whole day because I was working from my reactionary brain. I would forget family things. I would forget that I had a doctor's appointment. My husband would say, remember when we went bliss, bliss, and we did this, this? I couldn't remember. And I believe that it was probably because I was in a state of anxiety when it happened. I wasn't where I was. I wasn't where my body was. My, my brain was just so busy. So working in hustle mode, Brings you no joy and no growth. It's like trying to grow a plant without any sun. Try to grow a plant in the closet. It will grow. It will sprout. You will get a sprout. If you put a seed in a closet with soil and water, it will sprout. But it won't be the right color and it won't be very strong and it won't last very long. Okay, so if you're looking to enjoy the journey of growing your business and actually getting your business to do something that you want a business growth where it's producing for you financially and bringing you joy and satisfaction, we need to get into a place of detoxing this hustle. Okay, so what leads to the constant hustle? And the bottom line is, is the thing that leads to constant hustle is fear. Fear of losing control. We aren't in control of our business. We, we aren't even, we are not in control of our life. We believe that there's a God that loves us and has created this life for us and has given us strengths to serve others. It's also a lack of trust uh, with our faith, our faith of believing what God has given us, what he's given us to do. It's a, a lack of faith, not trusting what his word says. So the final step today is how do we break free from this? And like I just said, this is not a business thing. Your business is a reflection of your life. And so how do we break free of this hustle culture? Basically, this section is talking about how we have to get our priorities straight. And a friend of mine explained the ideas of priorities, priorities being in the river of life. The priorities are the boulders. The life is the water. And the life has to go around the boulders. The boulders are immovable. It's non-negotiable. It's no, I can't do that because it's against one of my priorities. And for example, one of the things that I don't do anymore is I don't work in the evenings and I don't work on the weekends because my mental health, my family are important to me. And I had a hard time working all day, or just living all day, and then trying to stay in the right mindset to work in the evening. I was exhausted by the end of the day. I'm best in the morning. I'm sharpest in the morning and I can give my best to the people I'm serving in the morning. The first thing I believe is the most important is establishing your lifeline. I had to have a come to Jesus moment um, at a point in my business where I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. I'm stressed out. You know, I've tried for decades to get to a certain point and everything that I'm doing is ruining my health, um, my relationships with those I love. So I need to reestablish my lifeline, which is putting, number one, the most energy into my relationship with the Lord. And so that'll look different for everybody. Next is clarity on your why. So what are your strengths? Have you taken time to to go online and take a a strength finders test? 
Uh, I believe Strength Finders has 32 strengths and they do your top five. Um, I think you may be able to do that for free, but then you would pay if you wanted complete analysis of that. Uh, if you wanted to know all of your 32 strengths in order, uh, I like to know my lower five. What's interesting is that I'm most miserable when trying to survive in doing anything having to do with my lower five strengths. Like they're my, they're my, the thing that I'm worst at. Why would I spend my time playing in that realm? Okay, so clarity on what your strengths are. What is your why? Why are you serving people with your strengths? What is, what is the why there? Then who are you serving? One particular client model avatar, whatever you want to call it, who are you serving? So it's you have clarity on who you are, why you're doing what you're doing, serving, and who you are serving. And if it doesn't fall in those realms, then you don't do it. This is drama-free. And finally, this is where I'm going to talk about a book that really has helped. And it was almost taboo when I saw the title. And because in our culture, there's this movement of you are enough. You are enough for everything that you are Asked to be and perform, especially if you're focusing on your strengths, you are enough. You're enough. And that feels good. It puts us into a place of peace, perhaps. But if we're not getting to where we want to be as far as goals go, but we're enough, then there's a disconnect. You're like, whoa, what exactly is going on if I'm enough? <laughs> right? Like there's a disconnect there. It's by Allie Beth Stuckey. It's called You Are Not Enough and It's Okay. So you are not enough is the title. In parentheses, it says, and that's okay. And then the subtitle is Escaping the Toxic Culture of Self-Love. And it basically is turning us back to the Lord. No, we're not enough because we're sinners and because we, we aren't strong enough to conquer the world. But the Lord is. I decided to wrap up this hustle detox. Is an Abraham Lincoln quote. And he says, if I had an hour to chop down a tree, I would spend the first 45 minutes sharpening my axe. And how I was living before I became aware and started to break or replace bad habits with better habits. The way I would work is you have an hour to chop down a tree, then I would run at it with an axe and chop frantically in every different direction and hurt myself and sweat and collapse because I was completely dependent upon me and my strength and my knowledge. But he's saying if he had an hour to chop down a tree, he would spend 45 minutes sharpening his axe. So what is sharpening our axe? It's our priorities in order. Are we living and working according to our priorities? How is your relationship with the Lord? How is your mental and physical health? How are your relationships with those that you love most? With your relationship with work, is it dependent upon the Lord? And to know that you're going to be fine no matter what leaves you in such a great place to serve others. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope that you really enjoyed it. Um, please be sure to subscribe. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to that particular server and uh, give us some stars. Please feel free to share this. Share this on your social media or uh, with your bestie in business. Be interested in learning more about you and your biggest frustrations around growing your online business in a way that gives you life and doesn't drain you. So for more tips and notes from the show and how to be a part of our community, check out the show description and come be social with me over on Instagram. It is Jennifer Emanuel underscore. So for now, we'll see you then.